1: Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence Data Fixed Median Download Speeds USQ3 2023.
2: The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of W.I.L.K. staff, management, or sponsors. <laughs> It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK.
3: Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing today? I'm okay. How are you doing?
4: I am uh, feeling the effects of the full moon. You are? I say that, yes, I say that because... Um, I feel like uh, my head's going to explode. You know, all kinds of things that can happen happen for me on the day before, the day of, and the day after a full moon. And it's just feeling like everything that can go wrong will. Like, for instance, the cleaning lady decided that she was going to go up there today to our house at the lake, and I knew she was going to be there today. So she texted me and let me know that she was there. Five minutes later, she texts me and says, I'm cleaning the toilet in the master bedroom, bathroom rather, and it just overflowed and it's all clogged and I don't know what to do. I said, well, I think you just got to let it go and you're just going to have to work around it. Then I find out five minutes later that the guy that I talked to, who is a handyman, said that he was going to be in Hollingsdale and he would stop by our house and blow the leaves off the roof and, and get rid of some of the pine needles and all that stuff. And he was there. So I said to her and to him, will you please see if you can fix the toilet? So he went in and fixed the toilet.
3: <laughs>
4: Yay! Well. And in the midst of all this, my sister is texting me about a birthday party we're having for none other than Shirley Rose whose first birthday is on Saturday. I can't believe it's the whole year. I just can't believe it's the year. So she's back and forth with me on that while all this other silliness is going on. And then our friend Joan is texting me about other things, and so I just wanted to scream. And that classic line from, oh, what was the name of that Broadway show? Stop the world, I want to get off. I don't I don't remember what it was. Um, around the world, 80 days, I think it was. Yep. Anyway, that's all that kept coming up in my head. Stop the world. I want to get off. Uh, so, you know, then we had an, an appointment scheduled with a physician, a telemed visit. And that was supposed to be at 20 after the hour. And at the next hour on the nose, it's 40 minutes later, the doctor finally showed up. And I said, I'm sorry, but we can't talk to you right now. It's yeah. Just, it's been like that all day. It's just been one of those crazy days. That's just kind of how it is. So I'll be happy when you're listening to this because it'll be over and we'll be on yeah. to the next
3: month. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So on that's how my day's been on, going. Did you say on to the next month? Yes. Until the next what? month. And well, until the next moon comes, you know. Oh, oh. So saying, until the mean? next full moon. And see, I always, I love it a full moon because um, if you notice, somebody told me once before to always pay attention to the weather at a full moon. And the weather is always beautiful. So pay attention. Wow.
4: Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I, last night when I was driving home from... I don't know where I was. But anyway, um, it was dark enough that the moon was up and it was spectacular. Beautiful. Yep. Bright as could be. It, yep. Oh, it just breathtakingly beautiful. I know. I you know. know. And, I, and it, I love it. I love to see it. I love to watch it and see, especially on a night when there's no clouds and it's just it's so bright. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I also know that this is the time of year, this moon, that begins um, the mating season for the deer. And they get, um, they get nuts. They get nuts. Well, they get, it's called they hunter's
3: get, moon.
4: Yeah, a hunter's moon, which is funny because <laughs> the hunters are supposed to be out shooting these animals, but they also are so driven by their hormones at this particular point that there are more dead deer on the side of the road than any other time of the year so h- because how they long, are, how far what?
3: How far, how, what is the, um, the um, how long does it take, what's the gestational period for a, a deer with having a baby, you know?
4: Yes, because I don't know what the what the weeks are, but I know when it happens from having been at the lake number of years. The the fem the does give birth the third and fourth week of May, and they usually have two. That's the norm.
3: Okay.
4: So, however many weeks that is, I don't know, but um, I always thought of that and thought, wow, they they are growing these little baby deer at the worst time of the year when it's the coldest when food is the is the scarcest and and the weather is just horrible and I Mm -hmm. just I I just don't understand how that all works but that's part of mother nature has figured that all out so Mm -hmm. there we are but it's just interesting to see what happens now at this time of the year with the number of dead deer, it's amazing. And someone told me that um, the the stags, I guess they call them, um, <laughs> can can smell a female in heat up to ten miles.
3: We know a lot of stags. So. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you had to do
4: something with that.
3: Oh man! Wow.
4: Yeah. So, uh, So God. that's kind of why it happens that there's so many dead deer because they just they are driven, you know. So you say, okay, they leap out from the sides of the road right under the into the road and goodbye, dear. But uh, it's craziness. So I always have to watch now. Every time I drive to the lake to be super, super careful about keeping your eyes on the side of the road as well as the front of the road because they will dart out like crazy. And um, it's nuts, but we have so many of them that live right near uh, where we have the house. And it's uh, it's funny to count them every year. The number keeps growing. I think we're up to seven now in this one little family. And
3: uh, every know, time we come, we, whenever we come by, I always say, "Meyer, look, we have to see how many deer are on the meadow." Yeah, because that's what Bambi said. That's what they said on Bambi on the meadow. Mhm.
4: I love it. Yeah, it's it's pretty neat. So uh, things at the lake are really nice. Um, it's too bad that we didn't have the. Uh, flaming foliage season that we were hoping we would have. Uh, just kind of leaves are still green. Some of them are yellow, but they're all just falling off the trees.
3: Yeah, I wonder what went on there.
4: Too wet? I don't know. Uh, too hot, I think. We didn't have enough of that cold to, uh, to stop the, the colors. <laughs> to kill the chlorophyll. That's what the green yeah. is. Well, so do we have any birthdays
3: we need to talk about today? Mm, Well, we have a birthday coming up next week for our good friend, Miss Deb Peterson. Indeed. Her birthday is October 27th. Uh Uh-huh. So if you see Deb, wish her a big happy birthday on the 27th of October. Yeah. Yeah. So how and about
4: anniversaries. That? There've been a, there were a lot of anniversaries the first two weeks of October, mm-hmm. and I think that's because that's ideal time for people. They can have you know outdoor weddings if they want, or indoor weddings depending mm-hmm. on the on whatever. But um, yeah, I think I probably wished at least seven couples a happy anniversary from the first till about the sixteenth.
3: I know it. I know
4: yeah. on Facebook. Not necessarily. Just uh, I was yeah. in the I was in the company of, a, of one of my dear friends, who is uh, a, is a classmate of mine from college, and uh, it was their anniversary was Wednesday of last week, and we happened that was the day that we all happened to get together for lunch. So we brought some uh, anniversary cards and whatever, but the the recollection of the whole thing was that we graduated in June and their wedding was that following October. So we, they have been together. Uh, what does that make it? A class of 73. (laughs) A long time. Yeah. A very, very long time. Yeah. And they dated each other in high school and they just knew that they were meant for each other and that was it. That's cool. So that was, that was very nice.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: That's- and of course we had Patrick A's seventy uh, ninth birthday um, on the fourteenth
3: mm-hmm, last and,
4: week. Uh, we we had a visit from our our family from New York last weekend. We had Isla, who is now um, she'll be three in January, and she is a major league chatterbox. <laughs> I never it. saw that. It was incredible. She just talked and talked and talked, <laughs> and everything you said, she repeated it. And uh-huh. it's funny. It's just funny. That it's like a little uh, a parrot, you know. That just yep. keeps talking, and and she comes out with some of the funniest things. She's really funny, and she doesn't mean to be funny, but she's funny. And you know, we, we had a we had a great time. It was nice weather. Uh, we went out for walks and. She collected a lot of leaves and mushrooms, <laughs> and uh, we even saw uh, one of those fuzzy caterpillars that has a little brown band in the middle, and uh, we just, it's almost like they all came out, you know, for eyelids for to see, including the deer, so it was, it was good. It was really good, and we had a nice time. We cooked a lot of food. They went to Roba's farm, and she had a fabulous time there. It was her first donkey ride. And um, and the, the, I didn't realize that Roba is as expansive as it is. I yeah, <laughs> it's quite a place. I mean, it really, really is. It's just more than go and pick some pumpkins, which I didn't. No. I didn't get that. But wow, they brought some back. They brought some apples. So we we had a wonderful fall time, autumn time. It was really great. Good.
3: Well, that's good. That was nice. <laughs> And on that note, I think
0: we're going to take a quick break.
4: And we'll be right back. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show.
0: Hi, this is Nancy Kamen from WILK's Morning News. And I know Laurie Cadden. A lot of people know Laurie Cadden. And more importantly, Laurie Cadden knows a lot of people. Laurie Cadden Enterprises specializes in fundraising, public relations, and special events. Laurie Cadden can take your business or organization to the next level. This isn't something that you learn about in a book. Heck, it can't even be taught. Laurie Cadden lives it. She knows how to work a crowd, open doors, and build and nurture relationships. With Laurie Cadden Enterprises, you get Ta da! Laurie Cadden and her 20 plus years of experience. Call Laurie today at 357 8399. 357 8399. Or email Laurie, Laurie, L-A-U-R-I-E, at LaurieCadden.com, L-A-U-R-I-E-C-A-D-D-E-N.com. Laurie Cadden Enterprises, because it is who you know.
3: It's time to change the status quo and make history, and make history, and make history. That was the experienced attorney, Nisha Aurora, running for judge, who wants to make history. Let's see what she needs. Well, speaking of judges, did you know the Lackawanna County Courthouse was built in 1884? In 1920, the 19th Amendment gave women the right to vote. Then, in 1965, the Voting Rights Act passed prohibiting racial discrimination of any kind in voting. Wow! Not until 1997 did we elect our first female judge in this county. And now, after 137 years, we have the chance to elect our first minority judge. It's time to change the status quo and make history. On November 2nd, vote Nisha Aurora for judge. Let's keep our county moving forward and elect our first minority judge. Together, we can make history. History. Pay for by Aurora for judge.
2: It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn.
4: Hi, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am managing director and financial planner with Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm. In Clark Summit, devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse. And that's something that we do specifically for baby boomer women as well. And that's available on I, no, it's not iTunes anymore. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and any other place you get podcasts.
3: And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising, PR, and special event business. And I have to tell you that I talked to my uncle Gene this week, and he said, "Laurie, oh, hey. I listened to your show last week, and I thank you very much for the good things you've said about your dear uncle. And I said, and and he said, and your grandmother." And I said, yeah. "That's my favorite line. We may we may have been poor, but we had a million dollar mother. I love it. So, so that's, anyway, what it is he was wonderful. He was very happy that we were um, saying such nice things. So he Yay. thanked me. Yeah, he's Yay. a good guy. That's good. Okay, she so and talk about Alice, it. they're the what? I said, and my aunt Alice, his wife. She's a, a doll. They're just there's one so, so anyway what um, Uncle Jean is eighty nine. Mm-hmm. Don't get mad, Uncle Jean, that I said your age, but who cares? <laughs> and I'm not sure who my Aunt Alice is. She's uh, probably in her early eighties. Um, okay. Very attractive woman, always was, never looks her age. You know, she's one of those mm-hmm. people. So um That's nice. Yeah she's a doll and she i think i told you about her she was raised by judge walsh and ed walsh their mom dorothy walsh was um my aunt um my my aunt alice's aunt and my aunt alice's mom died when my aunt was very young so her sister dorothy walsh ended up raising my aunt Alice. So she was raised more, even though she was first cousins to Jim and Ed Walsh, she was raised like a sister because she was with them. So Eddie Walsh's daughter, Lynn, his only daughter, is one of my best friends. So Lynn and I had always been buddies since second grade, and John Marshall, and we still are to this day. And then her cousin, but technically called her aunt, and my uncle got married. So that's okay. She's a Family, you
4: know? Yeah. Why not? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all That's good. good. Uh, where was I going someplace the other day? And I oh, I went to see our friend Annie Faith. Aww. And um and, and and I so I was in in the, the neighborhood, you know, when we went back there. And, in the hood. Uh, in the hood. That's right. And it was just funny that uh, I was talking to her son, Chris. I call him Chris Jr., even though that's really not his, his right name. But we were talking about John Marshall School, and we were talking about Robert Morris School and the, the cave-in that happened when I was in eighth grade in, in uh, John Marshall. And it's just funny talking about all that and Far Street and all the places that that used to be the hood, you know. And you he was are, Marshall went to eighth grade. Yeah, seventh and eighth grade, and so did Robert yeah. Morse. Oh, Robert there were, Morse. There were four. Robert Morse was the one that was. Um, oh, well, no, I know between. Not sure. It so was off they, Bar Street.
3: Okay.
4: And I forget no, the I side street.
3: I, I Maybe that.
4: Lincoln. Lincoln or one of those that was... Sumner. I forget. Sumner, Sumner. right, that's it. And so Mm -hmm. um, there were, at the time, there were four grade schools in the city of Scranton that had 7th and 8th grades. And Robert Mm -hmm. Morse and John Marshall were two of them. Okay. So when the cave-in occurred at Robert Morse, not Morse, Morse, making sure
3: we yes not M O yeah. not M O R R I S is in Robert Morse in in Greenridge it's Morse it's M O O R S E was it that's just M-O-R-S-E. 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 M-O-R-S-E, okay
4: so when that caved which it did um, early in September of the beginning of our 8th grade the 7th and 8th graders of both schools had to go either to West Scranton or North Scranton because we are right on the dividing line. So um, that gave them uh, four classrooms less that they had to accommodate at John Marshall School because the kids from kindergarten through sixth grade then got mushed in with the kids at Marshall. So... I was trying to explain to him that that was a rarity that, you know, it doesn't even exist anymore. You have middle school, you have grade school, and you have high school. And there's no such thing as 7th and 8th grades in grade school. But it was just, it was so interesting to go through there. When I left their house, I I went back up through Euclid Avenue, Clearview, and Far Street, old, and Euclid yeah, and Avenue,
3: that same day,
4: Joan and I had lunch with Marianne lestrange Brisbane, and so Marianne was in the 800 block of uh, North Lincoln, I think it was, or Rebecca, I forget which one. No, but anyway, at the, we were. it was just fun, to, we were all reminiscing about all the times that we, we had and the things that we did as kids, and she, <laughs> Marianne, so funny... We we met at Panera Bread for lunch. And when we were finished, you know, you clear your tables. So we went over and put the stuff where we're supposed to put it in that one area. And doesn't she go over there and start with the, she puts everything together, puts all the um, the silverware in one spot. She's she's doing her waitress thing. And I said, Marianne, you're not a waitress anymore. She said, I can't help it. It's in my blood. I've been doing this since I was 10 years old at the Glider Diner. And that's about... She said, I can't stop. I said, okay. So, anyway, mm-hmm. yesterday, for me, was a day of reminiscing about my childhood in many
3: ways. Lynn, by the way, it's not Robert Morse. It's Samuel Morse. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Just correct right. that because... I was looking at, I'm thinking, that doesn't sound right. And then I thought, what did he do? And so I just put it into, while we were sitting here, and it's, I, it's Samuel F.B. Morse, is what it is. Morse code. Yeah.
4: Yeah, that's what he did. Okay. Well, yes. that was pretty good. Okay, so and we I, figured that out. All right, never so one it. thing I... I wanted to just uh, make sure I get this in because I think this is an important thing for everybody, no matter what your age. But this does, of course, come from AARP, the magazine, and it's called the seven worst habits for your brain. All right, the first one is bad habit number one, you accentuate the negative. So ruminating on grudges, resentments, and negative thoughts won't just keep you in a pessimistic mood. It, ha- it also has been linked to decline in cognition and memory in people 55 and older. Participants who repeatedly dwelled on negative thoughts had more amyloid and tau deposits in their brain, the biological markers for Alzheimer's disease. The second one, you skip your vaccines. This, of course, for a lot of people will be like you know throwing a firecracker in here but um, it's estimated that more than half of Americans blew off the flu shot during the 2018-19 flu season and we know how many people are hesitant about getting the COVID-19 vaccine but opting out of vaccinations may be a missed opportunity in the fight against dementia. For people between ages 75 and 84 Influenza vaccination was associated with a reduced likelihood of developing Alzheimer's disease. That's important. Number three, you drink sugary beverages. If your usual breakfast includes a tall glass of orange juice, take note. A 2017 study associated sugary um, beverage consumption with poor episodic memory as well as lower total brain volume and hippocampal volume. So avoid soda and sweet tea and take it easy on the juice. Number four, you have unhealthy sleep habits. Quality sleep is crucial to a sharp and productive mind. Consistency is one important marker of good quality sleep. Go to bed and wake up at the same time every day. Um, Sleeping in a room that's not cool or dark enough is also a problem. If you have symptoms of sleep apnea, such as snoring or daytime sleepiness, see a doctor. Abnormalities in oxygen levels can be damaging to nerve cells, which may accelerate over time and contribute to more memory and cognitive issues. Number five, you crank up your headphones. I don't think we really need to say much about that. We all know that's not good. Um, so mild hearing loss was associated with a nearly two-fold likelihood of dementia. As a rule, if somebody else can hear sound from your earbuds, they're too loud. Number six, you regularly take this type of medicine. This one was a shock to me. A wide array of drugs, including tricyclic antidepressants, some overactive bladder medications, and some over-the-counter antihistamines can block the action of acetylcholine, a brain chemical important for learning and memory. A study found that a higher cumulative use of these drugs was associated with increased incidence of dementia. And number seven, you don't have a sense of purpose. Bosses, kids, spouses, when we're younger, it seems like everybody's relying on us. But when we get older, Freedom from those responsibilities can have a darker side as well. Having a reason to get up in the morning, knowing that people are depending upon you, feeling that you are making important contributions can contribute to healthy aging. Researchers in the Rush Alzheimer's Disease Center in Chicago found an association in people who scored high on purpose in life assessment they were approximately 2.4 times more likely to remain Alzheimer's free than those with low scores. Know that. Okay. So let's straighten out our our habits that we don't really think make much difference. They do. Nice little glass of fresh squeezed orange juice. Sorry, every day. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. You know, I mean, that's you you have a lot of stuff that you drink that doesn't have real sugar in it i never so, i never sugar right Except so i mean one glass is something i have a again. friend from college who used to drink i don't know how many cans of coke in the oh, course God. of a day and she oh. started her morning with one
3: uh, well a lot of people do
4: yeah i know i know <laughs> But anyway, um, I guess that's all I really wanted to say about that stuff. But I think it's important that people really think about what they're doing. And when you think about things causing a one to two times probability of getting dementia or Alzheimer's, you should sit up and take notice about things like that because that does make a difference.
3: You got it. Well, we're going to, on that note, we're taking a quick break and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn show.
5: and other free info on the site. Remember, money's not the enemy. Your ignorance of it is.
3: business banking at fidelity
1: we have a great relationship with fidelity they're like family with us they're right next door to my business if there's ever a problem just one phone call i don't even have to go to them they come to me it's great i love being in the business this was meant for me we're very busy i'm running every day and i love to stay busy so that's why i need a bank that's going to be there for me when i need them Back in 2006, we were having a problem with our lease in our other building. We were looking for a place to go. We stumbled upon this this location. It's right in the heart of downtown, right in the, the middle of the city, and it happened to be right next to Fidelity Bank. They went out of their way for us to get this building. It was wonderful, and it's been a great relationship ever since. I have a business line of credit with Fidelity that gives me buying power. My credit card machine runs through Fidelity, my checking account. Uh, my payroll taxes, they take care of it all for me. I bank with Fidelity, don't you?
4: Member FDIC.
2: Here's Lori and Lynn.
4: Hi, I'm back. Laurie unfortunately had to leave us, but my name is Lynn Evans. I am a financial planner and managing director of a company called Women of Substance LLC. That's a financial planning firm that is devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse. And that's available on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or just about any other place that you would go to get a podcast. And um, our guest today is Beth Langston, who is a retail branch manager of Fidelity Bank in their mountaintop office. And as Beth and I were just discussing, we uh, remember speaking with you when before you were actually there because it was being built. And I think that was the whole point of why you were on the show, because we wanted to talk about the brand new building and all the good stuff that was going on. So...
6: Welcome, Beth. Let's start there. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be back. And, and you yes, too. Um, I'm. Yeah. Tell us about this. Was how many
4: years ago? Have, well, how many years have you been there in Mountaintop?
6: So the branch in Mountaintop opened at the end of October in 2019, and I was on your program a few months before that. Right. So. So you just kind of um, evolved into being
4: the retail branch manager once it opened, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you have a lot of other um, women who are branch managers and some of the other newer, uh, I want to say the branches that were built from the bottom up, I mean a brand new building. I can think of a couple of them. And and the thing I love about what Fidelity does is they really promote women uh, within the ranks. And, and I'm so glad to know that because, as you know, Laurie and I are all about women business owners and women who are in business. So kudos to them. So you've been there for, you said, four years now?
6: Uh, two and a half. Two.
4: Two okay. and a half. All right. Mm-hmm. And what have you noticed about the people of Mountaintop? Are you you a native of the area?
6: I am. I live very near the branch. Um, Mm -hmm. So I've been up here since well, I grew up in Mountaintop and um, moved to another area locally and came back here again in 1990. So I'm definitely a Mountaintopper. Is that what they call people who live there? Mountaintopper? Yeah, Okay. All right. Okay. Um, but it, it is a close knit community. Um many mm-hmm. people here um have mo- moved into the area recently and I would say the past fifteen years it's really grown. Um and we've we've had spurts like that over the past few decades. Um yeah. but it is a very close knit community. Most everyone you talk to knows someone else who you know, so it is it's it's a homey feel up here.
4: Mhm. So it did a lot of people come to the bank and instantly recognize you because of who you were, because they've known you since you were in high school or something like that?
6: So yeah, some people from growing up, um, some people are, were neighbors of mine. Um, some people know me from my involvement in the community. Um, that, that is one of the things that Fidelity prides itself on is being involved in, in our communities
4: so how often do you get the ice cream truck (laughs) Uh, we do
6: that by request and so it's a shared ice cream truck i would love for Uh it to just be my ice cream truck (laughs)
3: but
6: (laughs) yes we we do bring the ice cream truck out for certain events and then in the colder weather uh soon it will switch over to be a hot chocolate truck
4: oh i didn't know that yes well okay that's something else We can look forward to. I didn't even know that. That's really great. Well, we were supposed to talk about something important that, you know, I could just keep asking you questions about all (laughs) that. But I think it's probably better served for everybody to talk about the topic that was suggested that we speak about today, which is home equity loans. So let's start first with a definition. So what is a home equity loan? versus a home equity line of credit.
6: So a home equity loan is a fixed payment loan. So if you have say $10,000 in home equity and you're, you know, some folks are just nervous about interest rates that fluctuate. Mm -hmm. So many times you will hear people say, Oh, I just want a fixed rate. I want a fixed term. I don't want my payment to fluctuate from month to month. So the home equity loan fits that description, that comfort level for them. The line of credit,
4: I'm sorry. Let me ask you, first of all, with the loans, um, the home equity loan, are they usually a fixed number of years. It's usually, it's not like a mortgage where you could do 10, 15, 20, 30. Um, a, a line, a, a home equity loan is
6: something that is 10 years. Is that normal? Well, a home equity loan can be any number of years. Um, you could take it out for five years. You could take it out for 15 years. There's a variety of terms, yes. It's very flexible in in the sense of the term. Um, Of course, the amount is flexible as well. But you said you lock in in an interest rate? Correct. Okay. So when when you apply, when we take your application, we look at a number of different factors and we will arrive at uh, a term for you, uh, the length of time you want to pay the loan back. And we will also arrive at a particular rate based on your application. So it's all very personalized. It's not a one size fits all product.
4: Okay. And then the home equity line of credit, how is that different from the loan?
6: So that is a product that is variable. So the rate can fluctuate. Um, the the interest rate is variable. It's based on the posted wall street journal, national prime rate. So that rate could fluctuate. And also it's a product that most people use when they want to have a continuous flow of available cash. So Mm -hmm. perhaps you're um, taking out your home equity line of credit to purchase, you know, or a new refrigerator. And you just don't have the cash. So you come to the bank and you do this home equity line of credit. Now a line of credit is a product where you use it once and then maybe you don't use it for two years and then you're, you have another emergency or something at home. Your furnace goes and you need immediate cash. When you have the line of credit, you can just draw on that line of credit. You don't have to reapply. So it's instant cash. You can think of it similar to the way a credit card is used. You have a line of credit, a certain amount that you're allowed to use, and then you spend it and you pay it down and you spend it and you pay it down, but it's immediately available to you. So you don't have to go through that approval process again when you want to use the funds.
4: And then the, uh, the amount that you've borrowed... It could be at different interest rates depending on when you borrowed it or the whole amount is something that is based on current interest rates and you only have to pay interest legally. You're obligated only to pay the interest. Is that correct?
6: Yes. So you're paying interest on the amount that you're using. So if you had a $50,000 line of credit and you've only used thousand dollars, you're paying interest on that thousand dollars. And it okay. it will fluctuate with with prime, as I had discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. it is a product where you're not paying for the whole amount every single month. Such as on the home equity installment loan, you borrow a fixed amount of money, and your payment is the same every single month for the life of that loan. On the line of credit, you're paying interest on what you borrow,
4: what you use, and you also and you also. Are, if you're paying it back, you're paying the principal amount you borrowed, you're doing that because you're basically putting it back into your house. So correct. it's not and, like and you're, you're giving you're, it to a credit card company.
6: Correct. And you are mm-hmm. using the, the line of credit works where you have 10 years to utilize the line spend, okay. pay it back, spend, pay it back. And then at the end of the 10 years, if you have a balance on there, we will convert it into a fixed rate, fixed term loan. So you could pay that off. Or if you still want to use the line, you can refinance it and take it out for another 10 years.
4: What's one of the biggest mistakes that people make in tapping into home equity lines or loans?
6: Well, I would say, I mean, we did a, a survey and, 40% of the people use a line of credit for a home repair. Mm -hmm. That's a great reason to use a line of credit. Um, 22% of the people use it to consolidate or pay off debt. And I think one of the big faux pas, if you will, about paying off debt with the home equity is that you have to be disciplined to, to sort of draw a line in the sand and say, I'm paying this debt off and I am not going to, um, you know, run my credit cards up again or take out any other loans. Um, I think that's where people really get in trouble. If, if they're having difficulty managing their credit cards, now they have a line of credit for $50,000 and they have to be disciplined not to spend that or to run the credit cards up again because they can really get themselves into trouble with not being able to make their payments.
4: Yeah, I, I have to say that in my experience, I have seen that, uh, that happen, that uh, the, the home equity line of credit is a good way, in especially in the current environment uh, with interest rates being where they are, that's a good way to pay down, pay off credit card debt, which many times is sometimes uh, 20% plus in, the, in the, uh, the interest rates. so Absolutely. Given, yeah, so if, if you do that, that's fine. But then don't go back and start using the credit cards all over again because that kind of defeats the purpose. Um, exactly. And I think somebody said something about make sure that you don't look at your line of credit from your home equity like it's an ATM, you know, that you can just go in and grab money whenever you want it because you're basically... You're borrowing against the value of your house. And that is one thing that stops a lot of people when they realize that that's what they're doing and that it's very possible that at some point in time they could get themselves so deeply into debt that they lose their house. And that's not a good thing either. No, No. So, um... Is there anything, no, first of all, let me ask you this, how can people get in touch with you if they would really like to talk to you about home equity loans or lines of credit?
6: So they could go to bank at fidelity.com and look for their local branch office. Um, We now have offices in Hazleton, Wyoming, Lehigh Valley, all throughout Lackawanna County and Luzerne and find their local branch and they can contact the manager there and start the process. We have, um, with our, our promotion going on now, we have some great rates and we have, um, an online application that's very simple to use. They can go right on there, fill in everything and get the process started after they have a conversation with, um, with the branch manager or a banker in their local branch.
4: Okay. Thank you very much. We've been talking to Beth Langston, who is the retail branch manager of Fidelity Bank's mountaintop office. And we will say thank you for listening. Goodbye, and and as Laurie would say, be safe and be nice. Thanks.